and welcome back to the Curiosity Chamber. This is Season 3, Episode 15. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok for behind-the-scene videos at the Curiosity Chamber. My next guest with me today is a longtime friend. I've known her from when she was a boy to now a grown, smart, energetic, exotic woman. A transformation like a butterfly from a cocoon. This is Mrs. Jordan Starr. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Jay. How long have I known you for? Um, I know it was before I was Jordan, so a very long time, at least 10 years. At least 10 years, for sure. I remember texting you, and I, it's all such a blur, though. But I remember before you were Jordan, I was texting you. And yes, we were friends. So when when did the the change happen? The transgender happen? Um, I would probably say two thousand and nine. It was full effect. Two thousand. Uh, it was full effect. Two thousand and nine. Because I remember texting you, and you're like. I'm so excited. Like, it's going to happen. And this was a couple months out, and you were just so psyched about it. You're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going through with this. I'm so excited. Like, you were dead set on it. Well, there was, like, access to hormones for, like, online and stuff before I, like, went to a doctor so I could do it myself through my friends that were already transitioning. So Mm. I did it the same way most girls start um, through in-house pharmacy, which I don't believe is like accessible anymore. I know there's like Silk Road and different websites. Some girls get it um, (laughs) before they go to like Howard Brown, which is in Chicago. Yeah. But most people start with um, hormones off the street or friends or they'll get like injections from someone. That could be kind of dicey though, huh? Yes and no. You want to be careful because you can get like liver disease through the hormones. Yeah. But there's, I haven't had any effects all these years. So I'm hoping no one can get hurt from them. Well, you look and sound good. Like you look and sound so good from before. I mean, it's like a complete transition. I would never, ever think that you were a guy at one point. Thank you. There's, um, one video on the internet that I wish I could like copyright and steal. Um, <laughs> if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But it's um, my tattoo artist. I was on um, some ink show and me talking because obviously in the video I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so cringy because it doesn't even sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be so surreal if you look at videos back then. Like what? what- What is your thought process? Like what goes through your mind when you see old videos? Do you try not to look at old videos like that? Because that's not who you are. There's very few videos just because obviously as a gay man, um, it was more so awkward stages. Like most people confuse me for like a lesbian because I had a shorter, like more edgier haircut. So it was more like, oh, maybe this is someone who's like in slang a dyke or a lesbian or they weren't sure what I was, kind of like Jeffree Star when he started. No one really knew what he was trying to do. Right, right. Okay. But, uh... So, when you started going through this process, like, I think it's so important to have a tribe. Like, you have to have some kind of 
common ground with people, I'd imagine so. And you're teaching all of us, okay? Because I, I, I honestly, you know this. I have no experience with this. So you're at the teacher. You're the teach- no, not at all. So I'm sorry if anything I say is like politically incorrect. Obviously, I'm not trying to be like that. I'm just, it's the learning phase for me right now. But I mean, you're, you're like one of the nicest people. You've always been there for me, straight up. Always. I appreciate that. So it's kind of upsetting when people aren't genuine or nice to you just because of what they think you're doing is incorrect. Who the fuck are they to say what's correct and incorrect? You obviously felt a certain way, right? So I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. And like at the end of the day, I don't like when it comes to politics, like some people, um, more i think it's considered blue collar i'm not for sure on the like term but there's some like father figures out there that think oh you're born a man you're gonna die a man which at the end of the day you're uh, like 50 50 right you know what i mean like yeah you can have your opinions but you shouldn't degrade someone because of choices they made like if you married a woman or if you married someone that looks or presents themselves as a woman, it shouldn't be looked at different because at the end of the day, you're not going home with that person. You're not sexually involved. You're not physically involved. You may be passing through like people or spaces, but at the end of the day, what someone else does shouldn't matter. Like if you have five kids, three kids, like that's your own personal thing. I agree. So yeah. Why, why shouldn't you be able to, to partake in, sexual acts or getting married and doing what everyone else does i mean that's that seems so fucking chaotic like the 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 mindset of those people who are so far one way saying that what your your tribe is doing is wrong i mean realistically from a straight man point of view is they are incorrect for sure that is an incorrect mindset I think it's very interesting when you listen to these people. Well, I don't want to say these people. That's horrible. When people <laughs> voice their when people voice their opinions, all, all the opinions I've gotten over the years, obviously, as once a gay man, once somebody considered a crossdresser, because obviously I was in women's clothes before right. I was on hormones. Um, mm-hmm. People are always focused on what you're doing behind closed doors. And I think that's the weirdest part because mm. it's not about, oh, she has her boobs done or he has boobs or they got a um, butt job, their lips done. Their yeah. true focus is on what's going on behind closed doors. Like who's inside of me? What's doing this? And to me, it's like, why are you so concentrated or focused on a sexual aspect yeah. versus somebody's appearance? Because I can walk, um through an airport i go through a lot of them obviously i travel um i've never once even in those security um x-ray things not once have they been like oh wow this person has a penis you know like they don't flag or notice that so like if they're not noticing it through a security thing obviously there's people in the airport that aren't noticing but people when they find out or they hear Mm -hmm. they're focused on what i'm doing in a bedroom which has no knowledge to them do you think that secretly they're in the closet of some sort since they become um, so fascinated with that? Or I, so, think I feel like most people shouldn't care. And if you don't, you just accept it. 
It should be accepted. Agreed. If you're if you're a a confident person and secure, you just accept mm-hmm. that. It's you. Well, that's like my ex-husband. He was that he didn't look at me as obviously a man at all. He looked at me as, "Oh, it's unfortunate she has a penis." Um, right. but he didn't love me less than the woman that I am. He's told me I'm more woman than most women he's ever met. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot then if if he's been with other women and yourself and he says that i mean that should that should mean a lot for sure were you married at one point i was i recently within the last i I don't know if it's a year or two years we've been divorced i know we've been separated for two years i think it's divorce a full year but i was married for almost 10 years oh shit yeah 10 years yeah. Are you living a secret life? What? I knew yeah, you were. You're... I had a feeling you were married. I didn't actually, I didn't really know you were married, but for 10 years? Um, almost 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I'm on that divorce train too, though. I've been divorced, for like, I think, four years going on five. I always forget you were married. <laughs> I forget you were married too. So tell me what that was like. How did that 10 um, years? So what part of the transition were you at? Were you fully fully a woman at this point? Um it depends on what your definition of a fully woman is. I think um as I remember, I'm actually sitting in the same hotel I was um when I had just gotten my boob job and was talking to like my ex-husband when we had like met because I had gotten out of a relationship that I was in and out of for almost seven years. Um, shout out to DJ Brian Avenue. Um, <laughs> there it is. Right. Um, I had just gotten my boobs done and me and this guy, um, his name is Ricky. Yeah. We had started talking, conversating and within less than two weeks, because um, I was living in a hotel at the time. He was like, I don't want you living here. The first day I met him, he was like, oh my God, I think you're the girl I'm going to marry. Mm-hmm. But I had my boobs done and like some fillers and stuff. And yeah. so I was physically looking like a woman, mm-hmm. but I've gone more so, more more and more feminine body, just like looks wise over the years while I was with him. Yeah. You brought up an interesting question. You said, what's your definition of a f- like a full woman. I didn't mm-hmm. even, I never even like thought about that. And it, it sounds dumb, but I, I never thought about that. Each, each person's uh, thought of a woman could be different, I guess. Right. Um, It depends on how you look at it. Cause if you think like, obviously you're a father. So there's some women out there that mm-hmm. can't have children, obviously me being right. one of them. Um, There's other avenues like ev- amazing friends that are more than willing to carry a child for me um there's the adoption route but there's tons of women out there that also can't have kids so it just depends what you're thinking like does she have to have a vagina does she have to be completely post-op which is um after you have srs which is sexual reassignment surgery you'd be considered post-op or before you have that you'd be considered a pre-op like transgender transsexual whichever lingo you want to use uh, yeah i don't know like when i talk to you i i, I think i see you as a woman and you you can't, have a, you can't have a kid but i think you're a woman so i guess my definition of a woman is, is different than others i 
it's mind-blowing shit i never would have thought about this in like a million years i'm glad we're friends so i have a question for you since we're talking about looks and stuff say i don't want to say the mother of your child because i think that's a horrible represent representation so say sure. megan fox is in front of you yeah. You don't know you don't know her as Megan Fox. It's just a woman that's obviously pretty attractive in front of yeah, you. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so say you start talking, you exchange numbers, and in her head, she has no want to go like sexual route with you or a relationship. Like you're just talking. Sure. Say she's transgender and you don't know, and she starts getting like standoffish and like doesn't want to hang out and you're like hey i'm just trying to take you to go eat or go do this and you're like hey is it like something with me like hey i'm pretty a pretty attractive guy what's going on here how would you take that if someone told you hey i was born a man that's interesting i mean at point blank like downright beautiful i mean i i wouldn't have a second thought in my head i'd be like yeah let's go out for sure for sure but where it gets tricky, see, it seems like it's almost like a mental fuck and it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. But I feel like there's something so deep in in men where we're, we're kind of ego. It could. Yeah. Ego. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's your ego. Well, not you specifically. Obviously, you're a good guy. Yeah. Just in general, an ego that their that, ego, well, their pride, the society, how they're going to look at them. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't think I would care too much of how society would look at me in general because I, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know because they're like, they, Oh right. wow, this girl looks like a celebrity. But say like for me, for example, I have a lovely TV show that I did as a joke with my ex-husband, mm -hmm. um, J Jerry Springer, which loves to get shown on TV every <laughs> other month. Hell yeah. Say like your family member or someone saw, you and your little side girl Megan Fox on TV, and she said she was born a man, and her secret was out. Like, what yeah. would you do? Yeah, yeah, that'd be tough, huh? I mean, Good if question. me and that, if if me, it's it's a wonderful fucking question. If me and that that woman, me and the person that I'm dating, were happy, I mean, if we everything was firing on all cylinders, and we were romantically involved and so happy. Why the fuck would I care what anyone else thinks? Like, I have it's me that is with this this woman, not you guys. Like, she's there for me. She's my support. Like, you don't have to fucking worry about that. If she makes me feel good, like that's all that should fucking matter. If you're if your kid, like if my mom or my dad saw me and I was happy and mm -hmm. then with this woman for let's say five years. Like, yeah, we really love her. She's awesome. She's gotten you on a good path. Like, you're doing such good shit. Five years later, all of a sudden, this news comes out that she was born a man. Now, all of a sudden, it switches. Like, we don't accept that. Like, this is what, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what? That is crazy, right? That is crazy. It, it is. That's like when I was in Vegas and um, my stepdad, well, it's really my grandpa. It's not my stepdad. It, okay. Long story. That's for down the line. <laughs> um, my recently ex-boyfriend, when we were out in Vegas living out there, my stepdad had made a comment to my mom 
basically he didn't want a homosexual living in his house. Oh, well, geez. to me, when you're calling, his name's Dustin, um, my yeah. boyfriend at the time, basically a faggot or a homosexual or just these like terms that are like very derogatory. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at me who's supposed to be your child as a man. And if you look at gay men, I don't think, and I know lots of gay men, yeah. um, I don't think they're particularly looking for someone that has um, huge breasts. You know, I'm stacked right. from front to back. I have a BBL done. I have huge fake boobs. Um, I have a You're more right. Coke bottle waist. I don't think a man that is considering themselves a homosexual or gay is looking for that. I agree. I agree. You know, so in my eyes, that's just another in the bedroom thing where people are looking at them like, oh, they have to have sex this way or that way. You know, when realistically, you really don't know what's in my pants. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. No one does. Except for your partner. And that's how it should be. Exactly. Yeah. So you think, what was his name? The uh, the grandpa? Uh, uh, Oh, it's Larry. Larry? So yeah. do, you, do you think that's an ego thing or um, what? Or what is that all? I Just... think he comes from a farm life, which yeah. is actually yeah. very similar to Dustin. So I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting because they both come from the same background. So like Dustin's dad is very, like they had a farm, they had this, like he's worked with animals. He's been very hands-on general labor. Um, same with my stepdad, grandpa. He's been a truck driver. He's worked on a farm. He's done carpentry his whole life versus me. I don't do anything hands-on. So like they actually have a lot in common. So it's their upbringing. He thinks like Mm -hmm. most people, man and a woman and everything else in the world wrong. Yeah. The upbringing. I think that's the big one for the older folks because, you know, once you start getting to like, our parents age and then their parents before that like there was uh, definitely a line in the sand that you do not fucking cross like there's such a, a stigma behind homosexuality like being a homosexual for whatever reason i'm, gl- I'm glad go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say i'm glad now that it, it from my point of view and you live it so maybe i'm just naive but from what i see it's more accepted nowadays for sure right um i don't know i don't think it's i think on the outside people i don't want to say they're okay with it i think that they deal with it i don't want to say it's fully accepted um like for example one topic i don't think it's talked about enough is transgender men um which i've talked to a few and i like talk to some currently like about their feelings and just their relationships and just through social media and um i don't think a lot of people really talk about this because think about it if you go in a men's bathroom and someone's sitting you're thinking hey they're just shitting for sure you don't know that hey they can't stand up because they have a vagina oh yeah you know so you're looking say say like somebody like you say somebody this is like my biggest fear in life because there's so many attractive trans men um like going down on a man and it's not what you're thinking oh shit like so it could be reversed like most men's biggest fear is like hey this girl has a dick versus like there's some women out there hey 
the sky has a pussy. People really don't talk about that because, oh, shit. oh yeah, they don't That's talk crazy. about it be- because homosexuality is so like, I don't want to say vital, but it's so alive that that's all people worry about and compare anything with genitalia with. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a man. <sighs> Whoa. I, yeah, these are more things I'd never even thought of. So what would, what, what would your reaction be if you were to be romantically involved with a trans? <sighs> Did, has it happened before? Um, no. Okay, okay. There's definitely, there's tons of trans men that are very attracted to me. Um, I have a friend that um, she is very big in the LGBT community in Chicago. She actually is married to a trans man and they have a kid. So I, to me, yeah. So to me, like we have some celebrities like Gigi Gorgeous and Nat Getty. They're like a trans woman, trans man. Like they're the only like publicly but to me, it's so interesting because it's like they got to conceive the way you're supposed to, obviously. like Right, right. But it's in reverse. A man is carrying the baby and a woman is inseminating or however you pronounce it. Yeah. So it's like backwards in society's view, but it's in our view, it's like just normal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. You're right, though. Yeah. Yeah. The and they can have a kid like it because it's it's like it's happening how it's supposed to happen just reversed <laughs> it is it's interesting holy shit well good for them i mean they right? should be able to have kids i mean everyone should be able to have kids if you want kids well, you should be able to have a fucking kid my um friend he is very big on tiktok and um he has a son who has watched him transition from actually a really pretty girl to a a handsome man um but his son is he's autistic but i think he's like seven or eight and yeah. they're very big on social media together and like when you read the comments i usually don't do that because comments are really hateful oh god it's yeah. so weird how people attack children and it's social media weird. and yes it's evil oh yeah if you're it's going like after kids you're evil yeah Oh, yeah. It's like the catch me outside girl. When people were attacking her just for what she did on Dr. Phil, people didn't realize you're calling a child a whore. Yeah. How old was she? She was super young. She was, I believe, 13 or 14. Right. And yeah, just turned a teenager. You got like these grown people calling this person a, a slut and a, like like some pretty nasty shit. Right. And when we're kids, like I actually think, didn't you have a little hip hop gangster phase? Yeah, I was a rapper. Right. So everyone does, like, she thought she, well, she actually did come out with some pretty good songs. She did. Um, she <laughs> did. Right. But, yeah. you know, they're calling her a whore for being a child. Like, you know, I had a hip hop little gang gang phase. We Listen, Eminem and, like, rap was fucking huge when we were kids. Was fucking huge. Didn't you have the blonde hair? <laughs> Oh yeah, I had blonde hair. I was Malibu's most wanted. Like that I movie was it. made after me for sure. It was Jay's <laughs> most wanted. Let's be real. <laughs> it's funny because I, my nickname it was Jay Rap all day, so it, we'd call me J Rad. And then in the fucking mm-hmm. movie, his name was B Rad. It's like you can't make this shit up. And I, I was there first before that movie even came out. I wish I knew my old um, 
I think it was MySpace. I don't remember. I know somewhere I have a funny picture of you that you sent me like years ago. I'm going to try to dig it up. Please do. I That's one thing that I miss so much. I don't have any pictures of me in like was ninth grade, eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade. Nothing. Because we didn't have, I mean, we did have MySpace, but that was limited. But I don't have any fucking pictures and I'm pissed because those were like some of the best moments of my life. That's one thing I wish I wouldn't have gotten rid of. I had um, a lot of pictures with my friend that passed away during COVID. Um, She was a huge supporter for me. And all the pictures we had were from when I was like, obviously a boy. And they're somewhere in these accounts that I can't remember the password. And nowadays trying to get in them is horrible. It's impossible. That's sad. How'd she pass away? If you don't mind me asking, I'm sorry. That's horrible. Um, she. It was a week before my birthday, right when COVID started, right when my divorce started. Um, I was sitting. I was sitting down, and my boyfriend at the time. We were just sitting there eating or something. Her sister called me, and was like, "Are you sitting down?" And I was like, "Yeah, why?" Mind you, I had talked to my friend. Her name's Erin. Um, I talked to her three hours, four hours prior to this. And then she had called me, but I missed the call. Um, she, her sister calls me and is like, you could tell she's like crying. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, she's gone. And like, I dropped, like, I didn't even say anything. I dropped my phone and I looked at my friend Dustin or well, my boyfriend Dustin. I was just like, oh my God. Cause it's like, this is someone I was friends with since I was 15. And we had plans to like do stuff when we're older. We had like a joke that like, if we weren't married by 30, we would marry each other. Like, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's me going through the worst part of my life. And my best friend, one of my best friends dies. So it was interesting. Yeah, that's not good. I'm sorry. Horrible. But they claim she died from pressure of the brain. Um, she was heavier set, so we're assuming mm-hmm. it was her weight that did it, but yeah. they did emergency surgery and she was a vegetable. Wow. That's yeah. so horrible. It's, and you're going through like the most traumatic stuff of your entire life. And you said she was a giant supporter of you. Oh yeah. Doing- her family, yeah. all of her brothers, she was one of six or seven, I think. Um, hold on. One, two. I think, Yeah. I'm assuming six. I don't know all their names right now. Um, Her family, her brother still to this day call me a faggot besides like one of them. Um, But they're very homophobic. Like, but at the end of the day, they're cordial to me and they're nice because they know that like, obviously I was their sister's good friend, but the mom loves me. You know, we, we talked frequently every other week. You said, but the brothers didn't like you? Yeah, because they had watched, obviously, the transition. Some of them, it's for them, it's weird because they're from Cary, Illinois. They've lived in Cary their whole life. They've never, the most thing they've seen in Chicago is going to a, a Cubs game. So for them, it's like they're very suburban versus me. I was born in Evanston, Illinois. I've lived in the city. I've lived in Las Vegas. Um, I like to travel. So I've been most places, and a lot of people look at me like, oh, it's, a spoiled rich girl no i actually work for all my money thank you though right yeah yeah when you have such like a um like a microscopic living like how it's just the suburbs like people are they don't understand the full scope of things like there's 
diversity. There's people who live completely different than what you're living in, in the cookie cutter suburban area. Right. Well, I think a good way to like compare it because like LGBT and African-American black community, we go through very similar things. Um, so I know it's been compared um, that transgendered women are actually wanting to be black women. It's a huge comparison. It has been over the years. Um, but like when it comes to the profiling of different things, and harassment we go through a lot of the similar things plus like black and brown trans women are the most like sought out to like murder which is yeah in my eyes crazy yeah do you see a change ever coming like when everyone can just obviously it won't be everybody but acceptance wise just like people can do their own shit and not have to worry about getting violated or fucking murdered harassed um that i don't think will ever change um there's obviously history books like for us for example 9-11s in the history books for like your child um we lived through that and still to this day people remember that just like our parents went through it was wrong to associate with black people or just different things or if you knew gay people it was wrong um yeah it's never i personally don't see it ever changing and i'm living it so yeah so what are what are some of the struggles that you go through on like a day to day would you say um mentally or like Associated with people. Let's just let's go with everything. Whatever whatever you think is a struggle that you're going through being you. So for me, um I'm what's called castrated. So I had had my testicles removed. Mm -hmm. Um so say someone recently transitioned, they're gonna take spirolactone and estrogen. So the spirolactone is gonna block their testosterone versus me. I don't need to take what's called the or the spirolactone, which is the blockers. I don't need to block any testosterone because my testosterone levels are so low. It's, it doesn't matter. Um, but I keep up with my estrogen versus like today, for example, I miss my um, pills because I'm not on injections right now. And like I had an anxiety attack when I was on the expressway, which is just basically like hot flashes. Um, but you get paranoid a lot because like I used to, um, always have somebody with me whether it be a boyfriend a friend i really don't like being alone and like recently since i'm single um i'm traveling alone doing a lot more alone and i don't want to say like i'm afraid of people but you always in the back of your head is like oh does this person think i'm a man or do i fit in do i blend um i'm very lucky that go ahead do you remember having those thoughts when you were younger before the, the full transition? Looks wise? Um, just like kind of like, w- like looking over your shoulder, wondering if people accepted you mm-hmm. or had to worry if, if you were going to get hurt. I think paranoid. that's actually a good question. Um, like when I was a boy, um, I was in a relationship with someone that was very known as a DJ and like he didn't, express that hey he was with a man um so it was like a secret kind of and 
I think going out places, I don't want to say I was nervous. It was more so when your looks wise are questionable. The first thing someone's going to say, oh, that's a faggot. That's a queer fudge packer. Um, Actually, someone called me a fucking fairy once, which was probably the most unique thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> People think- are mean as fuck. I had a, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's just like a, it, it goes along with it. I had a, a gay friend, his name was RJ, and he met me at Ogilvy train station. And he dressed, I love it. <laughs> he, he dressed like you would imagine. Like he was very flamboyant. He was gay. He was very tall. He was like 6'3", so he's this big dude. And people just have no issue like, talking shit to him I'm like what the fuck are you saying like oh look at this queer look at this it fucking doesn't guy faze us. I've been, he, he didn't like, give a fuck I, at all <laughs> i look at it as if you can tell me something i haven't heard before i honestly will give you like 100 bucks like if you could call me something that hasn't been called um now comparing the two i think i was less worried now i'm less worried now i guess i oh, think okay. it's more so because i don't have like somebody with me 24 7 because like um me and yeah we broke up in march but we stopped talking i know we just saw each other like a month or two ago or a month and a half um so i've never physically actually been alone since i was like 15 years old i want to say wow because i yeah because i've i've been on my own since i was 16. really yeah I um, graduated early. Yeah, I've been on my own since I was 16. I actually lived, my first apartment was above William Street Tap in downtown Crystal Lake. At 16? Yeah, I knew the owners. Jordan, what the fuck? Yeah, I had my own car. I worked three different jobs. I was Holy shit. Cool. And people want to talk shit about you. Everyone out there that, that talks shit about Jordan, shut the fuck up. Get fucked. Thanks. That's crazy. Thanks. Good for you. You're a fucking Thanks. baller. I was told at a very young age that if I want something that my mom's not going to provide or eat something she's not going to give, get a job. Yeah. And I've had a job or at least had a successful income since I was 13, 14, I think. Um, I've always done something to get money. Um, cause obviously like I'm looking at like my nice little MacBook right now. Um, <laughs> um like I, but like I look around me, I have a nice Apple watch that was a gift, unfortunately. Um, but I have a nice backpack, which obviously it's, I think $1,200 for the backpack. Damn. Um, like, obviously I like nice things. Um, I've never driven a car without leather seats, but I was... <laughs> It was installed in my head. If you want nice things, you have to work for them. For sure. There's nothing. Listen, if you want nice things and you're willing to work for it or get it however you want, I mean, more fucking power to you. Props on that shit. No one can hate that. How could people hate that? If you're going out like stealing and shit, I mean, that's an issue, but. I remember, um, what was it? My ex-boyfriend, Dustin, had one in my glove box. And he's like, or no, I think I asked him for like my sunglasses or something. And I had gotten, I think that's called Quay. Cause I have like Gucci glasses. I have like really nice sunglasses. He's like, oh, how much were these? I was like 40 bucks. I think they're cheap. They're not like whatever. They just yeah. look like they're Dior. So I got them. <laughs> 40 bucks. Yeah. They were cute. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's better Listen, than paying four hundred dollars for the pair I was wearing. But those forty dollar glasses, sometimes like the, the lenses, they can make you. Do you remember ever getting like headaches from wearing those? Because sometimes they're really bad on your eyes. Like the depth percentage is off. I'm not fucking with you. I'm. Um, I actually think possibly my sunglasses I have now are like um, comparisons to like those Ray-Ban ones. Are they like aviator looking glasses? Yeah. yeah. They're very tinted. Mm -hmm. So like I feel blind when I wear them because my windshield's tinted. (laughs) So like I'm looking like, hey, it's blackout. (laughs) Just kidding. No, it's not. Right? So listen, I want to talk about, because you brought this up before we started recording, you you had Uh brought up OnlyFans. Hey, yeah. Jordan, sorry, OnlyFans. <laughs> link, in I'm <laughs> link in the bio. Link in the bio, bitches. I'm about to start you know uh, OnlyFans. I'm going to sell my toenails and shit. Hey, I would subscribe to it. <laughs> <laughs> Got one. That's a big that's one, Actually, though. That's actually um, the key to getting more, uh, I don't want to say followers, that's the key to getting more abundance of money. Um, obviously anyone that subscribes, I mean, anyone that does OnlyFans, um, obviously the main goal is to make as much money as you want or can. Um, but OnlyFans was a big thing in 2015. I actually had one back when I was, um, dabbling in some activities that aren't the best. Excuse me? That's, um, back when it was, (laughs) that's. When you're escorting, it's a very good marketing tool. I believe um, it. You're a fucking baller. Thank you. But nowadays, um, everyone has an OnlyFans. Let's be real. Celebrities, yeah. um, it's right. not like there's some people that are content creators that go a sexual route. Or, for example, one of my um, old friends, I actually am subscribed to her. Um, she does like making cocktails or rates cocktails and goes to these different places and takes pictures, you know, and then I have friends that literally just post their dog. To post their dog? Yeah. They, she posts pictures of her dog. Do they have subscribers? Yeah. They, she has like a thousand some subscribers. Is it because she's a woman? Um... I feel, like, like, I feel like if I was to do that, and post pictures of a dog that I don't have. But if I went out and bought a pug and started taking pictures, do you think that I would get some subscribers for doing that shit? I think you would off your looks. Like, um, I know I've sent you the screenshots of this poor man, um, but someone that was on ABC's The Bachelor has one. Yeah. And I'm actually looking at his thing right now. Hold on. So his subscription... Is it free or not? Okay, okay. So his subscription is ten bucks, and he has. I'm trying to compare. Okay, so he has his subscribers hidden, which is very popular for everyone to do. Because say you only have like five subscribers, and yeah, yeah, there's no one. But he has eight point three k likes. So obviously he has to have some subscribers because he has four hundred posts compared to mine. Mine was remade last year. As a complete joke. I was just trying to make my ex-boyfriend mad. Um, so I have... Did it work? Is he pissed? He actually made a fake OnlyFans and talked to me on it. Holy shit. You guys just need to go out. 
<laughs> so I've always had like a following. Like right now I have 200 fans, I think it is. What's a, what's, like, what's a normal following on that? Because I don't even know what the, the threshold is for that. It all depends on how much you post and what you do. Um, yeah. You're following like on social media. I think everyone has their platform they like. Like me, for example, Snapchat is my favorite. Um, I have 55K followers on there. God damn, Jordan, what the fuck? I've also had Snapchat since 2013. Oh, so yeah. I've had it since it was a thing. My. Um, but my fo- right, my following on there is very big versus Instagram. I have like 10K. I think I have like 5K on TikTok. And then I have a smaller fan base on OnlyFans. But I have many people that have reached out to me via social media that will send me money directly. Cash App, Apple Pay, Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, everything. What are they sending you money for? Just because, yeah, tell me, I don't even know where to start with that. What are they sending you money for? Um, Obviously, I'm sure that some people are curious and like want pictures. Yeah. Um, I have, this is horrible, I'm saying this. So I have a few people that have followed me since before my transition, like in the mix of it. Um, as I said earlier, obviously I'm back in the same hotel I started, so to speak, my transition. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously I've escorted in the past. So there's a following from the escorting, um, even as far as back page or Craigslist days. A lot oh, of trans Jesus. people. Oh my God, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Um, <laughs> So like obviously back then it was way easier to market network um, than it is now for sex work or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, but there's a huge following from before I got married of people that are quote unquote tranny chasers. Tranny um, chasers, let's go. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, so, for example, there's a fireman. I'm not going to name him or give him the shout out. Say his name. Say his name. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh you are about to do it. You so, are about to do it. <laughs> okay. So, Jeffrey has been a very big fan since he's younger. Um, uh-huh. So, he's been a fan since he was about 18 years old. He's 28 now, I believe. Okay. Um, He has sent me money... The whole time I've known him. And I've met him twice in my life. Okay. So what are there expectations when he sends money? Not at all. Because he has no intentions on actually hanging out or doing anything. Um, He literally is just obsessed with me. And like I've tried to like actually have a relationship and talk to him. And he kind of like overthinks it and stuff like that. But expectation wise, do you want to hear a funny story? Oh, I would love it. Please go. Okay, ahead. so I had met this guy that was in the army. This was like after I'd gotten out of a relationship with a DJ, and he bought my boobs for me. So he paid eighty two hundred dollars for my eight hundred for my little eight hundred CCs over here, and he never talked to me again. I've never met him. And once I got my boobs done, I got out of surgery. I texted him and he had blocked my number. Wow. I've never, I actually, he was six, Jay. He was six, four, gorgeous. And yeah. he's, I've never heard from him ever again. He just bought you tits and then 
then dashed. Yeah, he just wasted eight grand and dipped off. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That is that is pretty fucking amazing. How does that happen? Like, what do you? Okay, <laughs> leading up to that, how long did you guys know each other for? Um, less than a month. No way. I swear to God, we tried because he lived in Wisconsin. Obviously, at the time, I lived in Illinois. But I was traveling so much because obviously I was saving for my boobs. And um, it it just was weird. He's like, oh, I'll get them for you. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I can't wait to show them to you because like, I was seriously interested in this guy. And he yeah. disappeared. We have to try and crack this case right now because that 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 is, a, that is fucking absurd, Jordan. That someone that you have met for a month bought you tits and then just dipped I out. Never even, I never even met him. Have you talked to him on the phone like you know his voice? Yeah, I've talked to him on the phone. We FaceTime. Like, he's a real person. It's not a catfish. No, I believe um, But the, was- do you think he had, like, a girlfriend or a wife? Like, let's say he, he gave you money and you got the surgery done and then all of a sudden he's involved or the wife or the girlfriend found out or some shit like that. He blocked you, right? Yeah. Something sketchy's going on there, but fuck, you made out like a villain, like a thief. You know what? That's un. I guess like being transgender, at least male to female, is a gift and a curse. True. There's so many. Like, there's this guy because obviously I want some male attention, so I'm like on certain sites, like actually seeking out to see what's out there. And obviously in my bio, I, I link all my social medias because like, I'm not going to sit on a dating website and just look through my messages all day. I'm like, hey, just snap me. And um, there's a lot of people that obviously no one reads those bios. No, no, uh, no. You, like, I'm actually blocked from Tinder because Tinder doesn't like transgenders. So, Whoa, are um, you serious? Yeah. Holy shit. If I didn't you, know that. Yo, Tinder, yeah, what you, the fuck's going on? If you say you're trans, Tinder blocks you. But there's a guy. Yeah, it's so weird. Okay. I'm blocked on so many sites. But there was <laughs> this guy that's like, oh, you're hot for a trans girl, but I'm not into that. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Sorry. And then he goes and says, oh, I see you have OnlyFans. We should share pictures. Oh, so because I have an OnlyFans, now he likes me and wants to see pictures. So to me, it's just. How are you attracted to somebody? And then, oh, you're trans. Sorry, I can't. I was going to say, that's a confused gentleman right there. Right. That's a confused man right there. He's like, oh, you're hot for a trans, but I don't do that. And then sees you have only fans. He's like, let's let's trade pictures. The fuck are you saying? Well, I, I actually traded pictures with him. I'm like, I don't show below the waist. I actually, knock on wood, um, I've never, there's no pictures of me bottomless anywhere, even on OnlyFans, even on like, I take that back. My there we go. You could get blacked out drunk one night and just flashed your beaver? Never, ever, ever, ever. My boobs, shit. Everyone in America has seen my boobs. <laughs> Gas stations. Except the, guy that, like, except the guy that paid for them. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that. He's never seen them. He's never seen them. Everyone else. I wonder if he subscribes to my OnlyFans. Probably. You should you should seek him out. I wish. Where man. is where are you, little army man? That's so sad. <laughs> so so tell me like 
being trans there has to be like some you and you already went over some of it but like what are yeah. the most extreme situations that you have done or, or found yourself in i'm sure there's plenty um so my biggest fear obviously i obviously i'm in the industry i've done sex work i bartend um my biggest fear in life is being out with people and then leaving me if I'm drinking. Cause like, obviously I'm Casamico's queen. They should endorse me. Um, obviously <laughs> everyone, lo- everyone loves to go out and have fun. My biggest fear is somebody taking advantage of me and then going in my pants and basically raping me and then killing me. Cause let's, let's be honest. If someone's going to rape somebody, yeah. They're going to do it regardless of what's in their pants. And then if they're angry, they'll just kill them. It's happened numerous times for transgender murders. They've been raped and then killed. Um, I actually had an experience at the cottage years ago. The cottage? Yes. Yeah. So, That's a little close to home. A little. So I had went out with my friend. I actually think you guys went to school together. Um, you going to name drop? Katie Kozlowski or something. I don't know how to say her last name. Katie Kozlowskis? Yeah, that one. I know her. So me and her had went to the cottage. Um, you probably know the blonde bartender that has like shorter hair. This was like years ago. This is while I was still not Jordan. Um, so obviously I looked very feminine because I had like a more feminine haircut. It was more edgy. But I was in, I kid you not, Jay. Ripped jeans, a hoodie, and flip-flops. I was blacked out wasted. And my mom actually heard the story because she is friends with the bartender. She heard it when she was out with her friends. And I basically was drinking with somebody. Katie came in and grabbed me and was like, oh, we got to go. Well, this gentleman at the bar, mind you, I'm completely blacked out. Like, I didn't even know my name. Um, This gentleman has his hand down my pants, like, backwards. So, like, obviously his hand's down the back of my pants. Yeah, and yeah. the guy, go, the bartender comes and goes. Oh, is this your drink? The guy goes, No, it's hers. And I had left. Well, my mom had told me the story, and everyone laughs about it because obviously, I was a boy. So this man thought obviously I was female, even though I had side of my head shaved. The other side was long with extensions. Interesting. Um, what the so fuck? obviously I don't want to say I was molested, but clearly. I think, you, I think it's safe to say you were molested for sure. Probably. It was you so can't just do that. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's my biggest fear. Like I had a, me and my friend, we were in the city once and I told her because we were in like the south side. It wasn't the best area. There's a lot of gang activity. Like I told her, don't get out of the car. And then there was 25 guys surrounding the car. So like, oh, Jesus. I, you know, like it's just weird things if I was alone or something. Yeah, um, but I try not to go out with people that much unless I'm in larger groups. Yeah, that's alarming. Twenty five men, twenty five guys yeah. surround. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the gas station. it was priceless. No good news comes of that. Yeah, she was trying to get their numbers, and I'm telling her, "Get the fuck in the car." Fuck out of here! Oh boy. So, what do you do for? for fun right now i know you don't like to be alone but it sounds like you've kind of been alone so i'm wondering um like, what do you do i've to, tried yeah i've definitely tried to 
live a normal life, I guess. Um, obviously, I was in and out of bartending, and I've, I don't want to say dabbled back in the escorting, but more so, obviously, I have a couple gentlemen that are painted for a few things. Um, I'm just traveling and really finding out where I belong as a person and like on this healing journey, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. Because Jordan got her heart broken. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's tough. Yeah. You learn you learn a lot though when you get when you get broken because then you understand like you have this realization. Like once something gets broken, you're able you're able to rebuild it, but that rebuilding process is tiring. It's it could be destructive if you're on the wrong side of it. And I mean like drugs, alcohol, and just depressed all the time. But if you understand and you have a good surrounding by you and like, yeah, you need friends for sure that can help rebuild you up. Like you'll be a better person. You'll be a better version of yourself for sure. For sure. I think, I think, um, I'm not trying to like play the pity card with being trans. I think being trans, you notice a lot. Um, for me, I've been a son, a daughter, an aunt, an uncle, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Um, I think, yeah, well, think about it. Like I've technically, I don't want to say, I don't want to say I've lived double lives, but like I've experienced things that some people will never experience. And I think when it comes to friends, you got to be very careful. Um, like my best friend, for example, um, one of the few that I have, her name is Jordan. Me and her were thick as thieves, still are. Um, we talk every day consistently, nonstop. I actually stole her name. Did you really? Yeah. She's, you clapped though, bitch. Right? <laughs> I had to steal something. Um, but like our looks, our looks are very similar because we have similar interests. But she... She loves me so much that, like, the girl would do anything for me. But when it comes to society and trying to have friends or even relationships, um, I think it's the hardest thing because I might look different. I might stand out more. Um, I don't think most transgender people, <clears throat> at least the ones that 90% of us, obviously, were in sex work or something we have to do to get large amounts of money to afford laser surgery. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But there's, there's some people out there that live without it, but I think obviously I to, in my eyes, I'm very exotic. I have huge boobs, huge butt. Um, I think it obviously stands out more like, Oh, is she a stripper? Is she this? Is she someone famous? Is she a whore? I think society ruins friendships and relationships when the jealousy sits in of like, oh, how does she do this? How does she do that? People's views. Like I have a male friend that's just a friend, like literally a good friend. Um, his wife, who I'm also friends with, was friends with before they were together. Her views on me changed because he seeks out to me as a friend when he's hurting or if they have problems. And she assumes now, because obviously I'm more voluptuous in areas, that yeah, he's yeah. Like trying to like get with me versus uh, when I was a guy, it wasn't an issue, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. There's a little change there. That's interesting. That sucks. 
that it can or just like, change like that. Or like my ex-boyfriend, his dad, it wasn't my fault really. I had sent a text message that like, oh, I don't know if it's because I'm trans, you don't like me or whatever. Um, even though he didn't know at that point. So I kind of like outed myself. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, he like installed in his kid's head like every day, like I can't believe you're this or just the comments, I guess. So yeah. it's like more pressure on the other side versus like us as a whole. So it's like really hard to have friends or relationships. Yeah, that's a good viewpoint for sure that society puts a lot of pressure on. It reminds me a lot of politics, like even right. Like no matter what your side is saying, even if you agree with it or not, you have to go along with it. And it's such bullshit. No one could think for themselves anymore. There's always going to be someone on the other side. Always, always. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I had a question about um, you, your looks. Like, is this, you said you, you, you're exotic looking. I agree. Is that the look that you had in your mind before you started the transition? Or is it something I'm, that came to be? I'm actually, I was going to go post on Instagram while we were talking, but I think there's a picture in my favorites. I, in my head, and this is creepy to even imagine, um, I remember sitting in my house in Mundelein, um, being a kid on AIM, like on Instant Messenger and chat rooms. Oh, wait, just like when things were so cool. Um, I remember this envision in my head of like this curvy girl getting on top of bars, like just a bubbly personality. I think I think I nailed it. Um, the pictures I've seen and talking to you, I think you fucking nailed it too. But like looks wise, I always wanted big boobs. Like I was addicted to the show on MTV. I want a famous face. Um, so, so plastic surgery wasn't like too far out of my mind, I guess. Like I always knew I wanted it. I didn't think I was ever going to get it. Um, so like what I have now, like I've, lip injections, fake cheeks, fake ass. Um, I've had a tummy tuck. I've had um, millions of things of Botox. Um, obviously fake boobs. Um, I'm about to get my teeth done. I'm going to go for another round of lipo. Um, possibly Who the fuck's paying for all this, Jordan? Myself, friend. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> the teeth like, are expensive, though. I, I like the teeth thing. I, I wanted to get my teeth done, too. But they're so fucking what expensive. You do. It's not that pricey. If you get full like implant veneers, you can get what's called um, composition, which is like they put the teeth over your teeth, which is a cheaper route, but still oh, okay. brand. So oh, you can go out of yeah. the country and get it too for like anywhere from like two to five thousand. Oh yeah, I was looking sure. and it was like twenty five thirty k. I was like, ah, I'm okay. Go it's to Miami. Thing. You can get it for like like Miami. Go to Mexico. Yeah. Mexico is actually really good for dental work. Yeah. There's a lot of good things in Mexico that are cheap and pretty decent. Okay, so I'm texting you a picture. Hold on. Where is your picture? So this was my envision, actually, when I was in the same hotel I'm in now, years ago. I was like, I'm going to look like this. I may not have as thin of a waist, but, like, you'll see. You sent it in a text message? Oh, there we go. Oh, Jesus. 
So obviously I wanted a more. I think you almost nailed that. That's what you had envisioned. Yeah. I think I, think I did, did a good pretty job. good. I think you did I for think- sure. When did you have this vision? 2011. Oh, fuck. I st- yeah. I That's started crazy. dabbling in surgery and fillers in like 2012, 2013. And then obviously I'm addicted. So I was going to ask that. Is it addicting? Because I hear, I hear it all the time that surgery, plastic surgery could be addicting. I have no idea. I've never had surgery. So no clue if it's true or not. It's true. It, it holds. Is. Oh yeah, it is. Especially because being transgender, you're all already dealing with body dysmorphia. So obviously some people are a little more critical when it comes to like how their body looks. Like for example, um, female to male transgenders, they bind their boobs down to make their chest flatter. Versus me, I was wearing two Victoria's Secret bombshells and hoping to God it lifted my little baby cups. <laughs> Hormones only get you boobs so big. What size are you right now? Um, I believe I'm like a triple E. Triple E. Didn't even know those existed. Yeah. So I have 800 cc's of high profile silicone implants. So it's one of the, I know it's one of the biggest implants um, they make unless it's like special made. Cause like, I think, gummy bears come in like 900 i actually my plastic surgeon i love him so much he um i went in there i was like i want a thousand cc's he looked at me and was like jordan you're crazy i was like oh <laughs> he's like you can have 800 like obviously i'm a more curvy bigger i'm not small by any means so like obviously i'm bigger framed and he's like hey you have enough skin this is the most i'd feel comfortable with if you wanted to go bigger we always can yeah, um, yeah. i'm thankful i didn't because I think I'd look crazy, um, but I think eventually I might go a little bigger or I might size down. I don't know yet. Keep us posted. Always. <laughs> so what is in store for Jordan moving forward? What do you want? What do I want or what do, what do I hope want? for? Interesting. Um, what do you hope for? I hope I can get myself back to a happy place so I can settle down with maybe somebody from my past just to really find myself. I think that's what I'm doing with like traveling. Like I'm, for example, I'm going to Florida, I'm going to California. Um, I'm going to a whole bunch of different places soon and I'm just seeing where I belong and seeing if it's for me. Um, Because what I wanted to do before I got married and what I actually did were two different things. So I'm hoping maybe to do something like open a business. Um, I am certified to like use medical grade lasers. I'm hoping to do something with that eventually. Um, Like get in a plastic surgeon's office, do something. But like right now, I think I'm finding who I really am and where I belong. Yeah, uh, some people spend their entire life trying to f- figure that out, right? That's the uh, that's the journey. Not trying to throw shade, but Caitlyn Jenner. I, I actually have that written <laughs> down in my uh, in my notes here. I wanted, you, you? I wanted your, yeah, I wanted your thoughts on Caitlyn Jenner. Um, obviously, she is a very political person. Sure. Um. 
I think that some people, like she's in the public eye, so it's a little harder, but it all comes down to society. You know, that person had children, was very high profile. So I think all, her whole family, the Kardashians, the Jenners, everyone, um, when it comes to like plastic surgery, when you're financially better off like they are, you can hide things like when Caitlyn had her surgery. It's like no one knew. Um, I think coming, I don't want to say coming out because I feel like that's so cliche. Um, what should we say being, instead? Being who you want to be versus like what you start with. Like for me, for example, when I was a kid, I played with Barbies. Like people made fun of me. Um, yeah. I never felt like, like I was forced to play fucking football. Like, do I look like I want to play football? Uh, I was forced to play soccer. Like, I yeah, wanted to play dolls. I just wanted to color my hair. Um, I think, like, it's really, everything comes back to society. Society looks at, oh, he's an athlete, and now she's a woman. So, like, you know, some people's hero got crushed because, oh, she's transgender. Um, it really yeah, comes down to society at the end of anything. It's not fucking about you fanboys, <laughs> right? It's about the individual who's apparently been going through this for their entire life. I'd imagine so, and had it's to deal hard. With it. They had to put this this fake. I don't. Persona. I don't even know. Like, yeah, they put a we're... front. They put a front on. It was like for me because I was gay at one point. Like it was everyone was ashamed of me. Um, I remember having this shirt. It was gay by straight or something and I got it from like this LGBT thing in school and I brought it home and like my mom or I don't remember who found it but they were like oh this is embarrassing like and I got ridiculed for it like oh you're not this you're not that one really okay yes I am thank you though yeah see that's and that's a wonderful that you bring up not that it's happened to you but there's a lot of people that are going through this right now who haven't come out to be themselves that At are getting all. ridiculed for what they're wearing and it's 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 such a goddamn shame that like we need to we need to get past this as a, like a society as a, a a fucking world right like in some countries still it's illegal as fuck to be gay illegal um, dubai dubai i believe you can't be transgender or something because i know gg gorgeous who once was gregory gorgeous um now obviously a woman um she got detained and like if it wasn't for her having money and her being married to someone who's filthy rich um she would have been in jail for stepping in to buy ground like that's scary to could like i could never like i love travel but i will never go to dubai (laughs) imagine though that you're being arrested for what you're doing to yourself or how you live your life someone else is there to dictate saying you can't do that you can't be who you are what the fuck is that that's how, like someone how did we get to that point that's like someone telling you you can't play hockey because you have blonde hair exactly like exactly all this when you come down to it it's just politics of society no matter what in this world if it comes to like lgbt or just something someone's always going to have an opinion which they're entitled to like there's people that call me a man like at the end of the day cool beans you're not fully wrong. Like, I'm not going to argue with you because you're making valid points. 
Right. But at the end of the day, you're looking at me telling me I'm a man, but like, does a man really have huge boobs? Right. Right. Some do. Yeah, some. <laughs> the little, the little ones that have a little extra love. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Jordan, what else do you want to say? Is there anything you want to get off your chest or before we end this thing? Anything um, you think is important think that we should talk about? Sh- um, if you're younger and transgender, I think that just making sure you love yourself is probably the most important thing because I don't think I did that enough over all these years. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. Any um, social media or shout outs you want to give out? Everyone um, needs to go follow Jordan you- right now on, on this shit she's about to mention. So Jordan Starr, Jordan with two D's and two N's, Starr is S-T-A-R-R on Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and TikTok. If you want to see some crazy content or just my wild adventures, um, Jordan, J-O-R-S-T-A-R-R 21 on Snapchat, which is my most used social media. What can they expect to see on that shit? Ugh, that shit. I was like dancing at a bar the other night. Um, I don't know. I was in a hot tub. Um, I know my sugar daddy bought me the nice MacBook I'm talking to you on. Um, (laughs) I I do some, I don't even do it like for attention. It's just, I have a very interesting life and I really don't hold back when it comes to like having fun. It's true. So I like you. You're real. You're a hundred percent. Who knows? You might see some cute guys on there soon. (laughs) jordan thanks for doing this i appreciate you everyone at home thanks for tuning in later